Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle. Also on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Plenty of messy content is on there as we speak. Also check out our winnow feed, as we call it off the floor, go to winnow.app backslash off the floor. That's winnow.app backslash off the floor. You get texts from us directly to your phone. So you can bypass Twitter, try to go all day long where there is content to actually deliver to you. Also check out the great sponsors, the five reasons sports network stones and more. You can find them at mosaics.com. This is a family owned business serving the community for over 20 years. They've got dedicated customer service, they're wholesale distributors. They've got the best quality of porcelain and ceramic tiles, along with a wide variety of high-end mosaics with unique modern designs. Check them out at mosaics. That's M-O-Z-I-A-C-S.com or 305-828-0940. Again, stones and more at mosaics.com. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. We got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We're going to go through a couple of quick topics here today. We are still on Dame Watch. Of course, you can check out Starting Five. I did a whole episode on that. Uh, that's on the YouTube channel. So these days you might want to be following Levitard's show as well because he's been uh, advancing the story, I think more so from the Heat's perspective. Uh, so, you know, basically, uh, yeah, it's a good watch right now. And he's saying a lot of the same things that we've said, actually, about how Dame needs to make this ugly, uh, which I think is what the Heat want. And I think ultimately that may be what happens, even if it's in the form of an interview with someone like, say, Chris Haynes. So we will see if that actually plays out. Okay, but right now, we're going to get into some comments on Twitter because uh, the heat hate continues uh, even when they're trying to upgrade the roster. So uh, let me throw this at you. And again, this guy changes his mind every three minutes. I'm a little bit stunned that he survived the ESPN cuts, but here we go. Uh, the heat are not the favorites, nor would I have them the favorites. Even if they picked up Lillard, I have everything invested into the bucks. I don't want to disrespect Miami, but even if they get Dame and they were to face my Milwaukee again, I'm picking Milwaukee. Uh, and this is uh, from our friend Drew Starr. You can follow at Drew underscore Starr. Look, everybody's entitled to their opinion, even if they change it every three minutes. But I, I'm just uh, looking at the East, which is what we're going to do today. The Miami Heat have now beaten the Milwaukee Bucks two of the last three times in the postseason over the last four years. They've beaten the Boston Celtics two of the last three times in the postseason over the last four years. 
they are, in my view right now, not demonstrably worse than they were at the end of the season. I, I know that Greg and I have sort of a disagreement about that, but as I talked about with Brady, they're better in the front court. Uh, they are weaker in the back court, but I, I think they're pretty much a push. I mean, when you add what Josh Richardson's going to add, Thomas Bryant, if Jovich is still here, again, this is saying no Dame, okay, which I still think they're getting Dame. But then you add Haquez, uh, you know, more experienced Jovich to the mix. You've upgraded at your power. You have Kevin Love, who you didn't have at the start of last season. I, I think they're better, uh, but slightly, slightly. And at, at worst case, I think it's flat. Okay. I know Greg thinks they're a little worse, but either way, but I I guess I just don't understand this incredible respect for Boston, Milwaukee. When the heat keep beating those teams in the postseason, Alex, like, and and did I miss something? Did Milwaukee do something this off season? Because I didn't, we can talk about Boston's change, but what did they They do? Malik Beasley. What do you mean? That's that's a game changer. What are we talking about? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, that's the thing. I, it feels like all of these guys now, everything is just incentivizing who can, you know, this has been the case for years now, but who can come out with the hottest take and who can do it first, right? I feel like that's kind of the game that a lot of these dudes are playing on TV. It's it's just a lot of, like, uh, they're, they're takesmen, right? It's less about mm-hmm. how much you believe it and, and can you be first to this hot take that'll get everybody talking because that's what everybody's looking for now, engagement. And I think Kendrick Perkins, along with, Plenty of other media members know that when you talk about the heat um, in a negative fashion, like you're going to get people all over your mentions. And I just think I, I, I'm, I look at everything through that lens now, first and foremost. And then after that, you know, it's fine. He can have that opinion. And I think probably when you dig down into it, it has to do with the depth part, right? Like, like what Dame was talking about in that one podcast where it's like, Oh, how much stuff will they need to give up in a trade for me or whatever? And I, I think people kind of look at it as, well, this team was an eighth seed. Um, you know, they're going to have to trade a lot of their depth. I already lost a couple of guys in free agency. And so they're basically doing the, you know, it's a top heavy team. How much can three guys carry you? You know, I, <clears throat> excuse me. And I think along that kind of line of thinking, I, and that's where I think the, you know, the, the disconnect comes from because I think Heat fans are looking at it like, well, whatever is left is going to be enough, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you might have flexibility for a future move if you keep Kyle Lowry in a deal who can be packaged for multiple contracts if you match the salaries. Um, so Heat fans are looking at through that view of, you know, not only are they going to be, you know, better than these teams, they should be the favorites. But you know what? It doesn't really bother me that much. Um the Bucks and the Celtics were supposed to be the favorites last season. And, you know, they were kind of the favorites in the 2020 season, 2023. Like, it's those teams are always given more credit. Um, and I understand, like, last year, those were the one and two seeds, respectively. The Heat beat them both. The Heat beat them both. I guess with Damian Lillard, I, again, like, it has to be a thing about the, the, the depth because, like, everybody knows who Damian Lillard is. Everybody knows what he can contribute. So, to me, it's just it's it's a lot of, um, you know, takesmanship going on over here. But the the thing is, okay, if Dame was going to either of those teams, let's just say that Dame was going to Milwaukee in place of Holiday or Middleton, choose, or he was going even if he was going to Boston in place of Jalen, okay, who's one of their two best players, that team would be anointed immediately the prohibitive favorite. These people want to have it both ways. It's like, well, the Heat aren't giving enough up enough for this transcendent superstar. 
But if they get the transcendent superstar, they're not winning the East anyway, even though they just beat the two teams in the East that we're saying are going to beat them. It's just, it's ridiculous. And you're right. I, I don't understand, I guess, how the Heat became that foil. Because you would think it would be like Boston or the Lakers, like a team that has this sort of supposed national longtime fan base. That's the other part. Why is it good economics, okay, or good trolling to go after the Heat all the time if the Heat have no fans, right? Like, if the Heat have no fans, like, who are they trolling? Like, I thought the Celtics and the Lakers and the Sixers and all them have all, the Knicks have all the fans. Troll them. But this idea of, of continuing to troll a fan base that does not exist does not make any sense to me. So, I look, honestly, Kendrick Bergen's opinion doesn't matter. It's it's more so the hypocrisy of some of these takes where it's just – if the Heat get Dame Lillard, they are the prohibitive favorites in the Eastern Conference. I'm sorry. Like, anybody can say whatever the hell they want. If you're adding Dame Lillard to Bam and Jimmy, who just went to the finals twice in four years and the conference finals three times in four years – we know the Heat, whatever they trade, are going to have enough around them. Look, they when they traded for Shaq and they traded two core players, and Brian Grant was playing for them, by the way, at that time, too. So three rotation players, including two key starters and their second and third best players in Lamar and Karan. They didn't have a lot left. They still won the East in the regular season and got within one game of the finals and would have been there if Dwayne hadn't pulled his ribcage muscle. They figured it out with an unknown like Udonis Haslam and a journeyman like Damon Jones in their starting lineup. You don't think there's enough material left with the way that the Heat have developed players lately and what we just saw in Summer League, that the Heat could cobble together five rotation players around, considering Josh is going to be one of them, right? They they could cobble together five rotation players around Jimmy and Bam and Dame? Are we we kidding here? Like, it's like, but it is almost like you just fire off the take without even looking at anything. I'm looking at the Eastern Conference just for to us to do this exercise. It got worse. Like, I don't know that the Boston trade makes them better. Porzingis should, talent-wise, is he going to be healthy? And smart takes taking away smart takes away something uh, that made them kind of unique. He was their heart and soul in a lot of ways, even though I thought some of his game was overrated. Philadelphia is not better, right? I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Harden. Embiid's miserable, obviously. Like, that's a... And who else are we talking but about? But they added Patrick Beverly, so. Right, okay. I mean, like, that's the big deal. And then I'm, like, looking at, okay, so beyond that, who else in the East? Okay, so who finished as finishing at, at head of the Heat? The Nets? I mean, they're not better right now. They might add Tyler. <laughs> Tyler will become the best player ever, by the way, Alex, if the Nets acquire him because he'll be in New York. But, like, okay, and, and who else finished ahead of them? Who was the uh, – uh, Cleveland. Was that Cleveland, Okay. So Cleveland's added Max. Again, another situation, okay? George ever, Right? Because he's no longer in Miami. Nobody respected him when he was in Miami. But they're not demonstrably better. Um, Atlanta, I mean, gave up Collins, added what? Well, what did they add? What, what are we talking about here in the Eastern Conference? The Knicks? What have the Knicks done? What have the Knicks done? They're the same yeah, team. They added Dante DiVincenzo, Ethan. What, what, what do you mean? Right. Like, I, and now they're planning to try to make a run at Embiid. Like, what are we – so I'm looking – and and then the bottom-feeding teams in the East, okay, Orlando should be better. Detroit should be better. Indiana should be better. Are any of them threats to be a top-four seed? No. I, no. I mean, I, Toronto doesn't know which direction they're going. And, they, and they've lost Van Vliet, right? What have they added? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dennis Schroeder. Okay, so they've gotten worse. Atlanta, I mentioned Atlanta already. Chicago. A lot of talk about what they were going to do. What have they done? They've lost Lonzo Ball for another season. Has anybody in the East gotten better? Yeah, that's a really good question. Honestly, that's that's a great question. And I think my immediate answer is no. I think the, <laughs> the one team that you really make the case for, like you mentioned up top there, was the Porzingis stuff with Boston, right? Because he's individually, I think, mm-hmm. probably a better player than Smart. But they not only lost him, and I agree with everything you said, heart and soul, you know, great defensive player, not defensive player of the year, Caliber, but Right. Great defensive player, nonetheless. And honestly, was their best point guard. I know, like, yeah. he, he took a lot of shots that Heat fans mostly want to see him take. Like, the, the scheme is when you play the Celtics, a lot of the time was dependent on Marcus Smart taking those shots. So, it may, it, it's it's kind of hard to look at him as a really valuable player. But what he does for him as a point guard, too, um, on both ends of the floor, then you lose Grant Williams on top of that. And Porzingis has the health concerns. Brogdon now has health concerns. Uh, Robert Williams always has health concerns. And I know you can say that for, for different teams, but it's just a puzzle that I'm not sure is fixed yet for the Celtics. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about that move if I'm a Celtics fan. So you can make the case that they got better, but even then it's kind of shaky and I kind of have to see how it plays out um, in their next Even Kendrick playoff Brown, Celtics Homer has said he doesn't like that trade, right? We were cycling back. To Kendrick and Sorry, it may work. It, it, it may work. I mean, it does make them more dynamic offensively. I just and Porzingis had a great season. I just don't trust him to stay healthy. And like I said, well, they don't really. I mean, the point guard situation is not great for them. No. And you know, and so you're putting the ball again in Jalen's hands a lot. Not something you necessarily want. But I, again, I'm looking at these. I'm like, okay, who's the sleeper that's going to jump up? There really is none. Like, I, again, I like Detroit's build. I like Orlando's build to some degree. Um, Charlotte is way away from competing. I, I just the I, sleeper could be Cleveland, like putting things together. But I'm not sure how much I believe in them, like correct. going deep in the in the playoffs. 
And, right. We have to see it in the postseason, but they're not marketably. I mean, they didn't, again, they added Struess, so he'll replace some of Akura's minutes. And George Niang. And George, who's awful. So, yeah. So, like, so, that, so that's, so, right. So, so it, it moved west again. Everything's moved west again. And so, I mean, you're looking at the heat and you're saying, okay, and I'm not advising running it back. Obviously, I'm all in on the Dame thing. But the Heat very well could be a top three seed with their current roster. I mean, I I, I believe oh. it. I mean, I, oh, I, no, I think so. I, I think now how much Jimmy sits, okay, what Tyler's mindset would be when he came back and all that. But there there's – I think there's more upside to their personnel this year than last year because I never really bought into Oladipo ever getting completely healthy. And, and so I, if you bought into Oladipo getting healthy, then yes, I would say last year. But I think I think there's more upside this year because of the potential of Jovic and Hakez, because I do think Brian is an upgrade as a backup big because of Orlando Robinson's uh, development and because Josh Richardson can stay on the floor and do more things than Max Strus. I you know it, and I think Josh is gonna have a very good year. So I actually think I I believe that this is a better team they're taking to training camp than last year. I I know some again disagree with me and I'm open to that. But we thought they would possibly be a four or five seed last year. And again, I'm looking at the rest of the, and they finished seventh, obviously, and then dropped to eighth. But I'm looking at the rest of the conference and I'm saying, well, the way things have opened up for them, I, I just, I don't, I mean, look, Philadelphia should be better coached, but it's going to take a little time. And people are talking up Milwaukee. I mean, they've got, a, they got a new coach. Like, I, you know, everybody got on Bud and I understand it. And I wasn't a huge Bud fan, particularly in the postseason, but they got accustomed to playing for him. And now they've got someone inexperienced there as a head coach. Giannis is great, but you know, Middleton has shown signs of where the past couple of years and drew just had his best season and it wasn't enough. I, in a lot of ways he had the best offensive season. All right. We're going to pivot off of this a little bit, but I I just think it's worth putting into some perspective because if they get Dame, they're the favorites. If they don't get Dame, I still think they could be a home court seed. By the way, yes, before, before you get to break, one thing we, you know, kind of in this topic here, the Sixers stuff going on right now. Right. Like, we don't know if Harden's going to be on the team, and if he is, he's probably going to be doing the fat fat suit stuff. He didn't use Everybody's making those jokes. And, like, we have no clue where, like, the Sixers fit in all of this, right? Because, like, theoretically, they just keep their team. They'll probably be a good regular season team again in theory, but we have no clue if Harden's going to actually try if he's going to report. Also, it's going to be a circus around Embiid now that he's put this stuff out there. So that becomes another issue. I, again, I think they've upgraded at the head coaching position, but uh, we, we'll see. I mean, I that's the New York Knicks in a year, right? Precise. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, we always say that that never ends up happening. It'll end up being somebody else. All right, we do want to mention a couple of our sponsors here. Our friend Arash, you can find him at mortgagebyarash.com. That's nine five four six five one two zero five seven. He's based in Sunrise. He can help service the entire area, though. He can help you if you got a credit score of 620 or greater. He has all the mortgage programs at his disposal. He'll work with you to get you the right deal and get it closed. Okay, so check him out. Mortgagebyarash.com. That's Arash Chamali. Um, again, 954-651-2057. That's 954-651-2057. Mortgage by Arash.com. Also want to mention Better Edge. And we know the NBA is not going on right now. There's, there's plenty to bet, and you can bet it legally at Better Edge. That's the cool thing. BetterEdge.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get $20. But people are always asking me all the time, what's that betting site that's legal? This one is legal. 
We know they're haggling the state of Florida and all this. This one, you don't have to haggle. It's legal in 44 states because you're betting against others who use it. You're not betting against the app. We also run all kinds of, or bookie, you also run all kinds of contests there, polls, all kinds of cool stuff. We're doing giveaways. So check them out. Get on there, betteredge.com backslash, well, backslash five reasons or just use the code 5RSN. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, real quick, I'm not going to devote a whole lot of time to this, but we, we I mentioned this to Brady yesterday we were doing our episode. So we mentioned uh, we talked about a log jam in San Antonio with a whole bunch of players. Lamar Stevens got the axe, um, and there may be others. Just real quick here, give me a short list of guys that you think, whether it's the Spurs or elsewhere, that could be available if the Heat are looking to add maybe one more player eventually. Okay, well, that part is a little tougher and more complicated, right? So just to quickly outline it, right, the Spurs – now they have less players now since they just waived Lamar Stevens and he was the most obvious one um, to be waived. They were way above the player limit um, at about 18 guys. They're now at 17, not including their two way. So presumably they have to waive or find a trade for one of these two guys or, or excuse me, both of these guys. And not only that, shout out to um, our listener from playback, Zoe Hot, who came on the stage uh, the last time we did a playback. You guys should go check it out. Playback.tv slash 5RSN. We're still going to keep doing them. Um, and he had some great contributions to the show because he saw what we were talking about with the Spurs because we kind of mentioned it there. And he threw a wrench into the whole conversation when he mentioned the Oklahoma City Thunder, who when you go look at their payroll, they apparently have 22 guys on their cap sheet. And I think that includes the two-way. I have to double-check. But um, the thing is, you can't just convert the standard contracts into two-ways. That's not a thing you can do, right? Um, so it's not like you could just pick and choose two guys for each team and be like, okay, those are going to be their two ways. Um, you know, that payroll doesn't include exhibit tens, which are the contracts that <clears throat> get converted into two ways. So it's really interesting. Uh, some of these situations going on here, how do the thunder and Spurs figure out trades for some of these guys, it, uh, you know, assuming that they don't want to just eat the price of all these contracts and wave everybody. Maybe they, I mean, Maybe they don't care, for all I know. But um, I think that's going to be interesting. Lamar Stevens is still out there, right? He's kind of a, a defensive wing who's, I think, 6'7", 230 pounds. So he's a wing-sized player who can play defense. But I think that's something that would be more interesting for the Heat if they lost one or one of Caleb or Highsmith in a Dame trade, right? I think Lamar Stevens would, would make sense there. But I don't see any playing time for him. Uh, Shetty Osman, who was traded mm -hmm. to the Spurs, uh, this summer is another guy who I'm not sure how it would work. It might have to be in a trade uh, because uh, he can't, I think he makes just under $7 million. And then from there, it's guys who have even more money. Reggie Bullock, Doug McDermott, all of those guys are Spurs. And I'm not sure how many of those guys they're going to keep. So those are just some names to watch out for. I think Ken Birch is going to be dropped too. Um, but the Heat don't have any need for an extra big right now. Um I know some people are going to debate with me there. And from the Thunder side, it's even harder to figure out, But like I said, because they have so many more players. A lot of them make smaller contracts. 
So it, it just makes it really tough to try to figure out who is going to actually be available if they do waive or trade these guys. Um, but I'm just, you know, just kind of a, you know, uh, a notifier. Just watch out for the Thunder and the Spurs because I don't really know what's going to happen there. Some of those guys may or may not become available. Yeah, and the, and the point to be made too is the Heat fans kind of freaking out about some, you know, low-end free agents who the Heat have missed on in the Dame pursuit. The Heat are fully aware that other players may come available to them at some point. And, you know, you look at even like, like Kayla Martin a couple years ago and the way that that thing played out, there could be another guy like that. I wouldn't even assume that the two ways are all going to go to players that were on the Heat Summer League team, even though there clearly were three or four guys who were in the mix for that. But there will be other players available. And I, I, I will say this over and over. This is kind of cycles back to the beginning of the episode. When you have players like Jimmy, Bam, and Dame, they make everybody else better. So you don't necessarily need high-end prospects uh, in, as part of your program or, you know, or as part of your back end of your rotation. They will figure out a way to make that work. It's a lot different when you got three stars than when you got two, and particularly when you got a star that has the kind of gravity that Dame has. Uh, that would change everything. I will continue to update you on everything. Check out mosaics.com. That's stones and more. Mortgagebyarash.com. Better Edge. Use that code 5RSN. For Alex and Ethan, we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.